Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation has us leaning toward having the heart and mind to serve. And no, I'm not talking about serving because it's the holiday season, because honestly speaking, we should want to serve and give back every single day, not just when we feel the need to do so because it's a trend or whatever we want to call it but no our serving topic touches the spectrum of just being a vessel and how to stay being a vessel in the eyesight of God so let's grab our beverage of choice for me today y'all is water of course I know and snacks and a notepad or you can go to the note section on your phone to begin today's discussion called serving a platter of change again today's discussion is called serving a platter of change so let's get into it in life we are consistently hit with interrupters whether having to move changing a job ending a friendship ending a relationship or whatever that may be and for some of us our reaction doesn't always be pleasant especially for me if we just keep it in a book i am all about the rediscovery of oneself if it displays my expectation rather than external factors like i'm okay with experiencing change if i know i'm producing it but if it becomes an unexpected change to be frank i'm not okay with it like to be honest I'm that type of person who like having my routine for myself. And when that becomes compromised, it not only puts me in a vulnerable state, but it resurfaces childlike behavior of going into a pout because I don't want to do it. If I want to be frank, I don't like change. And it's funny how on here we're trying to evolve to be the best version of ourselves and that evokes change. But I don't like change if I'm not the person doing the changing. And I am fully aware of this issue, y'all. Don't think that I'm benign to it. No, I am fully aware and I know I shouldn't behave like that. I know I shouldn't act like that. So in certain things, certain cases, I force myself to endure and overlook because I want to grow. And with wanting to grow, you cannot have a one track type of mindset, allowing yourself to be open to all factors of life, whether it appears to be your preference or not. And you know, this season of my life is what God has been allowing me to experience, to do, to cultivate, pushing me out of my comfort zone in certain areas because I have been praying for certain things to happen. And God has really been pushing me out of my comfort zone. Like, versus what I prefer to experience every day, what I want to engage in every day. And I shouldn't restrict myself to those ideologies of what is supposed to happen in my life. We should stop restricting ourselves to the fact of what we expect change to be. And this is how we are going to endure this change because in life, change is unpredictable. And, you know, I was talking to my parents about it because, like I said, I really don't like change. Like, of course, I'll deal with it because I know it works out in my favor, but it really bothers me sometimes. And, you know, I went to my parents about um, an issue a couple of days ago. And while I was talking to them about the situation and everything that was going down to what was happening in my life, they told me that I need to stop complaining. 
they said you don't need to complain about something that you don't see an outcome to because it might work out in your favor. Your negative attitude will hinder or disrupt the progress that is happening. Go into every situation with a positive outlook because you never know what change that might cause. And I know they're right. Like I know I shouldn't be dreading things and huffing and puffing pre-game expecting the worst because I don't know the outcome but with that advice I still was like can I get my moment can I get my time but I shouldn't be wallowing in self-pity because that is true that is fast why are we going into situations and we don't even know the outcome and we already pre-complaining like we're pre- complaining because we don't know the outcome and it's not what we expected. It's not our preference and we don't want to deal with it. And, you know, I was just sitting back and I was thinking to myself and I even had this conversation um, with a dear friend of mine about how no one is untouchable. Because I have to self-reflect. Everything that I'm speaking, everything that I'm doing comes with self-reflection and I had to self-reflect. And I say to myself, y'all, I was like, you know what? Nobody is untouchable. No matter how unsaved, no matter how saved, no matter who you are, no matter what money you have, the money you don't have, no one is untouchable. The same God that we go to and ask and pray and think for answering our prayers is the same God we should listen to and we need to listen to when he instructs us to do something, regardless if we share the same views or not, because he knows what's best for our lives. Like we can't go to God, ask God to give us these things and certain things. But when it's time for him to voice his opinion and we don't like it, we shut him out. That's not what we need to do. And we cannot pick and choose what we want to receive from God because it doesn't fit what we want in our scenario and in our life. Because certain situations, certain steps that we are taking needs to be dealt with, needs to be handled, needs needs to be experienced because it brings us to a greater outcome in the end. It will always work out in our favor. And sometimes we as people become so fixated on the things we want God to let happen in our lives rather than just taking a moment to see what he wants to happen in our lives. We so fixated on God, me, 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 and God can't even get his two cents in. Like, how can we continue to be a vessel and a servant to God? How can we show God gratitude for letting us make it to another day? Because our days are not promised. God let us make it to another day. And all we can give him is a quick thank you. Like, God, thank you for waking me up. And boom, just go on with the rest of our day. Like God is our father. He is merciful. He is powerful. He is extraordinary. He is everything and more. And all we do is brush him over to the side, like another thing on our checklist, because in this moment, in this time, in our seasons, in our life, we don't really need it. (laughs) It's not a need. So we brush him over. And God sees and knows the battles we have to fight, the things that we carry within our hearts. But it's not time to internalize everything on us. If you don't get what I'm saying, I'm going to give you a prime example. We all have that friend, okay? Or we may know someone that every time we tell them about an achievement or something in our life, the conversation always gets flipped back to them. 
Then we say to ourselves that we're just going to minimize our talking to this person, our interaction with this person, or maybe just not talk to them at all because they're being vain. They're being self-centered. Like they don't get the overall objective of this conversation. And I need somebody to be able to listen to me. Yes, project your thoughts and everything. But at the same time, I need a listener too, not just a person like, oh yeah, I was going through that too. And da, 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 da. like, how did this conversation end up on you? <laughs> you know, and I would like to give these people the benefit of the doubt because maybe they're not aware of what they're doing. But I personally feel like if I have addressed it already and it becomes a continuation for me, it's a done deal. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm over it. All right. So now imagine how God may feel when we come to him talking about ourselves all the time, but never have an ear to listen to him. Every time, like, yeah, God, you're awesome. You're merciful. You're powerful. You're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God, let me tell you something real quick. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm doing. I need you to do this at X, Y, Z. Like, come on now. And God is not going to complain. You want to know why he's not going to complain to us about us chatting him up so much? Because he's our father. He's our comforter and more. However, God still wants a relationship with us, just not something that's one sided and you can pick and choose what you want out of the relationship because nobody wants a relationship with anybody where you can pick and choose the things that you like in me and the things that you don't like. Like, no, we're not doing this picky and choosy thing because God has already supplied us with the unconditional love in our lives when we come to him. Because he is our safe place. He is our comfort zone. We know when we go to him, we can vent and discuss anything and everything under the sun. But can we say that we have been properly reciprocating that same energy? When you position yourself to align yourself with God, yes, you may feel relieved and released because you got everything off of your chest. But have you been allowing God to speak to you? In that process, not speak to you because you want something, but just have a general conversation with you. And I believe the more we allow ourselves to sit and engage in God's presence, the more conversation we can have and the more things we can learn and gain a new perspective because God is not trying to store up his wisdom. Of of course, he's not going to tell us everything, y'all. He's not going to tell us everything, but there are things that God wants to tell us, but we haven't even given him the opportunity to speak up because every time we go to him, it's about me, 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 me. (laughs) And, you know, ironically, I have been feeling this tug on my heart to move in that direction and go to God and not always be about me because I had realized that I'm like, well, you know what, God, every time I do talk to you, it's always about me. Like, God, what what you want to say to me? How, how should I be moving? And, you know, sometimes with that, I don't know how that may look for me. I don't know how serving God and this change that he's trying to bring me bring to my forefront. I don't know how that looks. But I do know if I learn to be quiet and not always go to God about myself, then maybe the conversation of me allowing him to speak, he can guide me to the next step, even if it is out of my comfort zone. Because sometimes we do have to reach out of our comfort zone to reach the purpose that has our name attached to it. 
our lives are ideally supposed to be the perfect peace, the perfectness, the perfect, perfect, perfect. We are not perfect, but God wants us to endure the perfectness that he has created. But our perspectives of what God sees will always be unmatched. Our perspective of what we deem to be perfect or what we deem to be change in our lives and what's supposed to happen and the how to and the no to and everything else is not what God sees. So he's like, you know, like, OK, I'm, I'm hearing you, but that's not what what's about to happen. So we had to allow him to do the work. But also remember that we just don't need to sit around because that's not what I'm saying. Let God do the work because faith without works is dead. We all know that. (laughs) But as we are doing the work, God can direct us on a new path if need be or supply us with a resource to continue on the path of righteousness. So we must continue in our walk of growth, learn to be more open have a more open heart within ourselves and God. And do not think that just because it doesn't match our plans doesn't mean it isn't the right plan. Like we all have plans, we have goals, we have dreams. There has been things in my life that I was expected to already have to already be doing by the age of 23, but I am a testament to say wrong. And yes, along the way, I had made some decisions in my life that could have hindered my growth. And I see it now. But at the end of the day, I'm right where I am supposed to be in a position to have an ear to listen to God so he can guide me the rest of the way and not tell him what I want. But he tells me what he wants me to do. And we have to give God his time. We have to give him his time to speak into our lives. Because anyone who knows me, and I'm pretty sure y'all could tell on this podcast too, your girl is a talker. I, I be chatting for days sometimes and I have to pause and stop myself because I know I talk a lot. And I have to hold myself accountable and be like, I've been talking a lot, haven't I, God? Or to the person who I'm talking to, I have been talking a lot, haven't I? And then, you know, they try, and you know, people give that little courteous, like, no, I'm listening, keep going. But you know, low key, like, they want to say something and you like encourage them, like, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I want to hear about you. I want to learn about you. I want to continue this conversation. What do you have to say, right? That's the same energy that we need to go with God with. God, I've been talking a lot about myself, haven't I? I know you, I know you want to hear. I know you want me to proclaim. I know you say come to you, but God, I'm coming to you not in a need, but God, I'm coming to you because I want to know more about you. I want to continue to learn and grow and have a deeper connection with you and not just see God as just this provider. Like, because yes, God is the provider, but he is more than just a provider. He is more than just putting things in our life and letting it prosper and healing and delivering and everything else. Like God is more than that. God is more than what he can do. And if we allow ourselves to be quiet in his presence and let him speak, let him speak, then we can have a more greater relationship with God than thinking one-sided, having that one-track mind about, oh, it's all about me. Because guess it's all about you, but it's all about him too. Because without God, y'all, we're nothing. Without God, we can't talk, we can't speak, we can't see, we can't breathe, we can't do nothing. 
And I know I said something twice with just the same thing. I said talk and speak because it's the same thing. But we're nothing without God. And when we get to that place, that realization that, you know, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making it all about me. I didn't even give you a chance to say how you felt and about the situation because I want to build a relationship with you. I don't want it to be one-sided. And I've really been having this heart to serve God, to be pleasant in God's eyesight, Um, not just doing that one, two, three, thank you, God, for the day and keep it pushing. Like, I've really been asking God, like, God, how can I serve you? And like I said previously, I don't know how that looks. Like, I know I'm supposed to be doing this podcast. I know I'm supposed to be doing YouTube. I know I'm supposed to be inspirational, but I I really believe there is greater heights that God is taking me. So it's like, God, this is something that I desire to do. This is something that I enjoy doing. But also, what is another thing that I can do within you? How can I serve you? How can I be pleasant in your eyesight? My heart has been really tugging that way because in this moment, in the season of my life, I have been, I have been sat down. I've been sat <laughs> and I have realized that my communication with God lately has been one-sided. And I don't like one-sidedness in a relationship, in a friendship, in a connection with anybody. So why would I be okay with having that with God? Like, yes, I can talk to you about everything else, but let me give you time to talk. Like when I was praying last night, y'all, I go through this whole rundown and spiel of just asking God and praying for him to do things in my life. And then after I did all that, I said, you know what, God, I want to listen to you. I don't know how that may look because not every person God speaks verbally. God speaks through visions, dreams, actions, however that may look for you. And I was like, God, really, really, I really want you to speak to me about this. I really want you to show me how can I be pleasant in you? Because whether we are aware of it or not, sometimes we could be doing more and we are not open to it because like I said, I don't like change, y'all. I don't like change. I don't have a hate for it. It's not a strong hate, but I don't like it because it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm like, I can't believe this just happened. Like, no, I was used to this. I'm used to my comfort zone and you just interrupted something. And not everything that is an inconvenience in your life is God testing you. It could be a blessing in disguise and you don't even see it because you have this negative attitude because the change that you want is the change that's not happening in your life right now. And if we remove just that whole presence of thinking that way and allow ourselves to go to God with a heart to serve, then maybe the change that that is happening in our life won't seem so drastic. So let's throw that idea, throw that mess to the side and put all of our uneasiness and all of our fears and all of our reluctantness into God and let him continue to guide us, continue to teach us, continue to motivate us in the way that we should go. And with all that, to sum up everything, just allow him to do what he needs to do in our lives. 
Because how can we be led if we never give God the opportunity, if we never give the person or people in our life the opportunity to lead us? Or from the other scope, how can we become leaders if we can't take constructive criticism or guidance, if we're always shutting out the outside noise, we're always shutting out the outsiders because like I said, it's not to our preference. We have to learn to let go. Let go, let God. I'll let y'all think about that one. Let go, let God, and that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, comment, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, which is comment. I meant to say follow, but y'all catch the vibes. Share slash tag a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know you found me. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you. God loves you. And Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off. Until we meet again, P.S. We must remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.